to Beyond a Parent, the podcast for Christians seeking clarity for parenting in a confusing world. I'm Jamie Autry. And I'm Chuck Mead. And in this episode, um, I'm just going to be kind of open with a season of parenting I am soon entering into. And I'm also going to share some some of the best advice I I received in parenting when we first had Wyatt. And it wow. was from this guy named Jeremy Autry. I think I know that guy. I think so, too. So I remember, and I'm thinking about this going into my wife's due with a little girl any day now. In the next few weeks, we're about to step into a season of parenting where we know we're not going to be getting much sleep. Like we're preparing for that. And I remember having Wyatt being in that season where we're adjusting from, you know, married for four years, no kids, and then jumping into that season, not getting any sleep. And, and I'm sure like if Katie's listening to this, she's like, you thought you didn't have any sleep. If Katie's listening to this, <laughs> yeah. obviously Katie of course. listens to every episode. So I know she was getting less sleep than me and was doing, and it was just an adjustment. But I remember coming into the office and Jeremy, you telling me, just know this is temporary. This is a temporary season. This is not going to last forever. And Looking back, that was what almost four years ago. Yeah, I feel the now you sleep it's temporary nine hours every night, <laughs> not quite different seasons. So, we just wanted to talk about Jeremy this season of or this episode of temporary seasons in parenting. Yeah, so the the concept, I guess, first of all, obviously, I didn't come up with that, nothing intelligent I've ever said was original with me, but the idea is, and this is true in every area of your life but obviously at this pod with this podcast we're specifically talking about parenting but there's these different seasons and everyone is temporary and the value in remembering that is the hard things that you're trying to get through these aren't going to last forever this is going to change there's going to become a point where your kid does sleep through the night and there's going to become a point where your kid doesn't need uh, diapers and the flip side of that is the good things there are blessings exciting fun things about every individual season and those are going to change and some of that's going to be different and there's a great value in appreciating the moment you're in Mm -hmm. instead of wishing it away. What would be a scripture, Jeremy, that you would kind of dive into or share of someone going through a certain season or maybe just a difficult season of parenting? I love how Chuck asked that question. And uh, it seems like I'm just this wealth of scripture knowledge. And, he is. Yeah, not really. I wrote this down before. <laughs> Actually, Chuck wrote this down before. Don't tell uh, our secrets. Okay, well, you can delete that part. <laughs> I don't know. Ecclesiastes chapter 3, you know this. To everything there is a season, a time for every purpose under heaven, a time to be born, a time to die, a time to plant, a time to pluck up what is planted, a time to kill, a time to heal. Uh, and then it goes on with a lot of different times. Mm-hmm. The concept is... Obviously, you know, there's there's different seasons and um, things are appropriate and things are going to happen and it's different from one season to the next. Mm-hmm. We can look back at our life and see different milestone moments or uh, remember, man, these were some sweet times in my life, great memories we can look back on if you ever, you know, have a photo app or you're on social media and it'll bring up memories from previous years and your mind can go back to certain seasons. And uh, we can look back at some of those great memories, but we can also be reminded, sometimes we try to forget, of some of those really difficult, hard seasons of our life, including our parenting journey. Um, But all of us have this to look back to. Um, I think another thing, Jeremy, for us to see 
is in seeing that those temporary seasons, they have their challenges, but they also have unique blessings. Like, I don't know how much you can think back to different challenging seasons of your parenting and what the, while there were challenges, there were also blessings on the flip did, side. Did you just call me really old and say that I have a hard time remembering the past? Mm, not Maybe. exactly. Yeah. I did call you dad at KFC earlier today. And the, uh, the, um, Lady run the cash register at KFC completely bought it. She that did you not were even my no, son and disagreed. which theoretically is possible. I think there's like a sixteen year age gap between yeah, us. There are dads who are sixteen years older true, than their sons true. in the it world. Happens. Mm-hmm. We're not nope. that duo. Sorry. It's okay. But what a compliment that people thought you could be my son. We do look alike. No. Okay. <laughs> I don't it's even not. remember the question. So the question oh. was uh, like, challenges, blessings, yeah. even in those challenging seasons. Yeah. So, well, let's say let's start off. What would be what would be some different examples? We don't want to just speak to the the baby stage where you're not getting any sleep. What, what could be some other challenging but temporary seasons of parenting? Oh, great. So on um, the terrible twos, or I think for my kids, it was more the terrible threes. Yeah, that's where we're at. Um, yeah. You know, the temper tantrum, the. Um, We're trying to go through the grocery store and you're screaming because you can't have this box of cereal. And those are some of the most stressful, chaotic moments in life. I can remember being in a bathroom after an explosion. (laughs) That sounded weird. After my kid Mm -hmm. was having a a tantrum Mm -hmm. and I'm going into the bathroom and I'm trying to handle some discipline issue. And I'm not the only man in that bathroom Mm -hmm. and the other guy in the bathroom being completely offended that I was, um, you know, um, using corporal punishment mm-hmm. with my child. And, uh, you know, just that whole scene and how stressful that is and how frustrating that is and how how many times I handled it poorly. And Well, also our pride in those moments. <laughs> we're, we're, we're embarrassed of what other people think of us. And on top of that, it's like we have the layer of disciplining our kids yeah. and have to worry about this perception. Yeah, and do you know what you can't control is a toddler who is in the middle of a tantrum. You know, like suddenly they're freakishly strong. You can't stop them from moving where they want to go mm-hmm. or punching you in the face or screaming mm-hmm. or you know, you're you lose all of that. Mm-hmm. And yeah, it's tough. It's tough. And parenting through that is tough. And I probably got that wrong more often than I got it right. Mm-hmm. But I don't have that anymore. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? My yeah. youngest is twelve and he doesn't pitch tantrums anymore, and mm-hmm. we don't have knockdown, drag out fights in the middle of Walmart over mm-hmm. boxes of cereal anymore. Right. And I think uh, one of the ones you've mentioned me too is kids who have trouble sleeping or nightmares, things like that, where it seems, which, like, Wyatt will still wake up in the middle of the night. I got to come over and calm him down. So it's it's pretty regular, like, where I'm getting up in the middle of the night to attend yeah. to him. But I mean, some people deal with that and it's more serious. It's like major yeah. traumatic nightmares, things like that. Yeah. Uh, th- so this is a regret from my parenting years, but there was a time when one of my sons was going through that. And struggling with uh, sleeplessness and, and having a hard time falling asleep and the things that he was thinking about when he couldn't sleep. And I was going through a season. I'm like, man, I got to get up tomorrow. We got to get some sleep. You mm-hmm. just, I'm going to pray with you. And you got to go back to bed and you got to get through this. And looking back, I wish I still had those moments again mm-hmm. because I would have sacrificed some of that sleep. Yeah. to hang out with my kid and be there for him and walk through that with him. You know, in my mind, I was thinking more about 
the fact that I had something going on tomorrow and I needed some rest, which is important. And I mean, I don't mean to downplay that, but I missed this opportunity to be there for my son when he was going through that. And that was temporary and that season's gone now. And mm-hmm. I don't get to be there for him in that way anymore, yeah. you know? Yeah. And uh, I, w- I would have never thought it about it that way in that moment because I only saw what was going on in a negative light and the way it was negatively impacting me. And here's the hard thing I got to get Mm -hmm. through. I saw that as temporary and I was glad, but I wasn't seeing the flip side of it of here's an opportunity for um, a deeper relationship with my son and and to be there for him and to show him the the love of Christ. And, you know, I I missed, I didn't get everything I could have out of that moment. Yeah. And another one that I think we talked about, Jeremy, and it's funny because you're going through this right now of where your kids are getting licenses. And so you're going from having to drive them around to a million different activities where Ryan doesn't have his license yet. But now like Owen's driving and you don't have to anymore. You don't have that season. Oh, yeah. It's nice. <laughs> if we need milk and we always need milk, Owen stop by the store and grab some milk. You know, it's, that's a really it's a really cool time when you don't have to do all of the driving. But then again, the flip side of that is the times that Owen needed to ride somewhere and it could be just me and him in the car. Mm-hmm. And now I've got mm-hmm. this moment when we can have this conversation and he's trapped and we have to be there together. He's driving himself to church now most days and we don't have that. He and I used to ride together in church because he plays drums in the eight o'clock service. But a yeah. lot of times he drives himself now and we don't have that. 10-minute ride together every Sunday morning that we used to have, you know? Yeah. And uh, the same thing with Dylan. When he moved to college, his first semester where he's at school, they won't let you have a car. So every time he came home, I had to go pick him up. Every time we went back, I had to take him. And we had this hour-long ride in the car together. Wow. But then that season ended. You know, that first year of college was over. Now he can have his car at school, and he doesn't need me for that hour anymore. It's, you know. it's funny, these, I see these um, like pictures on so, social media and quotes and things like that of, you didn't know this was the last time you were going to rock your kid to sleep. Like, I mean, I, I bet if Cheryl was here, she oh, would cry right here. If, yeah. if she listens to this podcast, she will cry all yes, the way through it. because I talk with, Cheryl will talk to us because, you know, we're having toddlers and it reminds her of of those years. And you don't know, like, I don't remember. We didn't think the last time I was riding in the car with my family before, you know, we got our licenses and people moved out of the house. Like, Hey, this is it. This is the last time. So these go quickly. We don't always know when we're going to exactly step out of a season. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) A lot of them. I guess the takeaway is, uh, you've got to live, present in every one of these moments you know what i mean you have to be aware of of the fact that this is fleeting you know and not um, wish it away yeah yeah and and see even the negative hard parts have positive aspects Mm -hmm. you know um dylan was super colicky when he was a baby Mm -hmm. and i remember being up and him screaming and um i would watch 80s cartoons on television really loud so i could hear it over him screaming Mm -hmm. and you know, in the moment, it felt so terrible, you yeah. know, but it was really pretty cool looking back, you yeah. know, and uh, there's just, there's positive aspects to it, you know, so the challenge is look for the positive and, and realize that that's going to go away along with the negative mm-hmm. and 
and be aware of it and be thankful for it and get what you can out of it. Right. And I think we're quick to want to, and some people are different. Some people don't want certain stages to end. And then other times we are wishing away where we can't wait to get through this. But I would say one of the things that is helping me in my current stage of parenting, um, and this is not something, this is something that really has been a gift to me, not something I've really had to seek out a ton, is I am blessed to be to working with um, people who are further, let's just say, they're further along in their just parenting journey. I'm not saying they're old, but they're yeah, yeah. Uh, further along in their parenting journey. So, because the reason being, sometimes people are only hanging out with, they're only doing life with people who are in the exact same stage they are in. And so, they're actually robbed of getting wisdom and advice and a dip, um, perspective. Uh, better perspective of people who have been through what we've been through, who have parented through the seasons that we have. And I think this is just like a good reminder that it's a good reminder that we need multi-generational relationships. We need to have friendships and relationships with people who are older than us, who have been through what we've been through. Yeah. Yeah. To help you with that perspective. I think that's very true. Mm -hmm. Uh, Scripture says that uh, your life is like a vapor. And um, where's it at? It's, James four fourteen. Yeah. yeah, you don't know what will happen tomorrow for you. What is your life? It's even a vapor that appears for a little time and then vanishes away. There's great value in looking at every aspect of your life that way. And then the Bible also says there's wisdom in a multitude of counselors, mm-hmm. um, and that doesn't mean just people that are just like you. So, like you were saying, there's value in talking to people that have been down this road before that can say, hey. Don't miss this. Yeah. You know, don't don't forget about this. Be aware of this. Um, there's a country song. Um, I can't remember the name of it, but uh, the story is that there's a guy who shows up maybe to fix the dryer at a mm-hmm. young mom's house, and the kids are screaming, and she's frustrated, and the chorus is, you're going to miss this. Mm-hmm. You're going to want this back. And, you know, that's what was happening in that story. Uh, Did Taylor that. Swift sing that? Uh, I don't think so. Oh, okay. Um, I have no idea who sang it. I, it also may be a completely inappropriate song. So <laughs> it's, well, but yes, the, concept, the concept, there's real value in that. Mm-hmm. Hey, listen to the person who's been down the road and listen to the down the road you're on and listen to the fact that, you know, they have some perspective on this that you haven't achieved yet. Right. And that's why I think, and this isn't, this is not an episode on the church, but this is why we need the church and the church being people who are a different age than you. You're not only surrounding yourself with an echo chamber of people who are doing the exact same thing. Now, I think obviously those relationships are good because you're in the middle of the fight together. That's why people are close with those that they work with. Um, why they're close with other parents whose kids are in the same class as they are. They're dealing with the same stuff. But so it takes more of an effort to pursue those multi-generational relationships, relationships with people older than you. That takes work, but it's so valuable to help us appreciate temporary seasons. Yeah. And while we're thinking about temporary seasons, your season of parenting, that includes all the different seasons of parenting, is... It's not temporary. Um, If you have a kid, you're a parent. My mom is still my mom, and she still speaks truth into my life, and she still invests in me and influences me, but it's different. 
It's different than the relationship we had when I was under her roof and directly controlled by her. Yeah. So um, this is true for us. And it's important to remember that season from birth until my kid is an adult and moved out and on their own. And I now am just, I have the opportunity to speak truth into their life, but it's different. Mm -hmm. Uh, We need to be very aware of that. It seems so long when you're in the middle of it, Mm -hmm. but it is so short the time before they maybe move off to college or graduate from high school and move out and get a job and start their own family. And the, the period between those two things is um, the time that we are really investing in and shaping and influencing our kids the most. Mm-hmm. And that time's fleeting. Um, uh, Psalm 127 says it this way, Behold, children are a heritage from the Lord. The fruit of the womb is a reward like arrows in the hand of a warrior. Mm-hmm. And uh, the idea is that's your time for using that arrow, your time for focusing on it and preparing it, getting ready to shoot it into the the battle that is being waged in the world is while they're in your home mm-hmm. and before they are adults running their own lives. And we forget that and we start focusing on other things and we think about work and we think about our leisure and we think about just getting through the hard stuff and we maybe don't focus as much on that opportunity to train this child up in the way they should go and nurture an admonition of the Lord. And we turn around and that season is gone. Mm-hmm. And so that shouldn't leave us with, oh, I'm, I'm done. I have no role because our parents' opportunity to influence their kids never goes away. But that is just a good, um, good reminder. And I think in these moments when it's super hard, it's just important to paused, break, get in the presence of God, ask God to help us get a perspective, the right perspective. Yeah. Because he'll help us see, you know what, sleep is important, but there's something more important than you getting enough hours of sleep right now in this moment. Right, right. Yeah, and it's uh, every difficult moment is this moment to show your kid the gospel, the love of Christ, the um, how to live for Jesus in this moment, even when they're really young and they're um, they're throwing a tantrum or or they're just crying in the middle of the night. This is your chance to come in and show them, hey, I'm your parent, just like God is a parent, and this is what that looks like, even though they're not understanding that yet. These are all your opportunities, and as it gets tough, not tougher, but different in a tough in a different way, as they're in um, elementary school and they're struggling with teachers or they hit middle school and they notice um, boys or if they're a girl, they notice boys for the first time. If they're a boy, they start noticing girls. They have relationships. Those things end. All that difficult stuff to walk through, Mm -hmm. um, if we miss it, then we miss it. If you don't pay attention, the opportunity to impact them for the gospel, to show them what God's word says about this, them to walk with them through this, if you miss it, you missed it. And there's no backing up on that, you know. So if you're in a season right now, pay attention to what opportunities God is putting there for you and don't miss it. And whatever season you're in, you can't go back. There's no rewind. Yeah. There's no, uh, my kids used to call it fast backwards, (laughs) fast forward, fast backwards. There's no mulligan. You don't get another chance. But here's the beauty of it. If you're feeling like me as I'm saying this, There's all these areas that I messed up, all these times that I did miss it, 
And God is so gracious and so good that he gives us other opportunities to impact our kids. Yeah. So if your kids are growing and out of the house, just like Chuck said, that doesn't mean you don't have any other opportunities. Embrace the season you're in, grab a hold of it, recognize the fact that it's temporary and be present and be used by God now in this moment. Don't miss anything else. Yeah. And look how God could use you to encourage you how and to share with other younger parents what God taught you through those temporary seasons. Because that's what I'm experiencing. I'm, I'm getting the benefits and learning from those who have been in a parenting journey years ahead of me. So realize too, what is God taught me through this season that I can use maybe not in just an, an unsolicited way without anyone you with someone you don't really know but in that in the community of church the church people that you come across God may have shown you and taught you something in a, in a temporary season of parenting that can bless and encourage others yeah yeah so uh, talk to your friends about that be open have if you're if you're the person who's been down that road and there's younger people in your life, be open about that. Have those conversations. I would say the same thing about your relationship with your kids. Mm-hmm. If there's things you messed up, own that. Um, oh yeah, and admit it and ask forgiveness. But then get off of it. You yep. know, your relationship shouldn't just revolve around you apologizing for how you messed up mm-hmm. when they were in third grade. You um, know, one. Can I share you one more piece of advice? I asked Katie one time what was the best piece of parenting advice she ever received. This is not a glorified Jeremy and Cheryl Autry, but it was from Cheryl Autry. <laughs> we are know what it was? the best parents our children no, have ever had. But she had heard a lot of different things, and this is not on on sleep training and all this, but she had heard so many different perspectives. And Cheryl told her, I never once regretted picking up my baby <sighs> when he cried. That just stuck with Katie. And that was like something she needed when she was hearing so many different voices, and that's where she was wanting to go and to have that like helped her through a a difficult season of parenting that I think a lot of people have different perspectives. So you don't even know just what one simple statement you may make to a young parent that has an impact with them when they're in this sleep deprived, difficult, um, just exhausting season of parenting, how much they can, that can encourage them. Um, Before we close, just the, this just entered into my head. So there's a couple of different dangers here. The first danger is making your kids an idol. You're more important to me than anything else, and I'm so focused on what's going on in your life that I just disregard and downplay everything else. That's a danger, a very real danger. But I think we're more likely, in in our culture today, uh, we're more likely to sacrifice our children to other idols. We're Mm -hmm. more likely to say, hey, uh, work is more important. My friends are more important. My Comfort, my enjoyment is more important than you. We wouldn't say that out loud, mm-hmm. but that's what our actions say. Yeah. And the truth is, the only altar, um, I'm, obviously I'm speaking poetically, but the only altar that we should sacrifice our children to is the altar of the one true God, mm-hmm. um, because he's going to take that sacrifice and do something big with it. So the thing that should be coming before our children is God himself. Yeah. <laughs> you know, And then after that, we got to focus on this opportunity that's fleeting, that God has given us to pour into our kids and bless them and help them grow up to be people who know God and love him and glorify him with their lives. That's what we want for them. Amen. And the opportunity to impact that is brief, fleeting, temporary. True stuff. 
Thank you guys so much for listening. Thank you, Jeremy, for um, the advice you've given me and uh, over the years in your parenting journey. But thank you guys for listening to Beyond a Parent. Now, remember, parenting is beyond us. But in Christ, we have everything that we need for this journey. See you guys.